Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the I Declare Show. Real Raw Right Now Talk Media. I Declare It. Check out IDeclareMedia.com. And always remember... No matter what, know your value. No matter what, know you matter. You're listening to the I Declare Show. Real Raw Right Now Talk Media, I Declare It. India Declare, real, raw, and right now. Good evening, everyone. Good evening to each and every one of you. Welcome to I Declare Media, the I Declare Show. Uh, It is 15 February 2019. Happy belated Valentine's Day to uh, everyone. Um, We've got a lot to get into tonight. Let me first uh, say a big thank you to the maestro, Alfo, for filling in for me. Not just for one Friday, but for two. Alpha, wherever you are, I want to say a big thank you to you um, uh, for doing uh, the great work uh, that uh, that you do. Um, I have uh, been away, um, uh, as many of you know, I'm kind of in a uh, like a transition mode. So things are uh, a little uh, up in the air and discombobulated um, on purpose. I'm wanting to shake things up and get out of my comfort zone and create some uh, creative friction and that sort of thing. So um, we're here tonight and let's uh, get into it. Um, The issues, as I have on my blog here, are uh, just popping like uh, burnt uh, popcorn. Uh, First up, there will be uh, no government shutdown. Um, I said that a couple weeks ago, uh, uh, you know, check that one off. Um, people uh, in uh, the legislative branch um, appear to want to remain there. <laughs> so uh, if you want to remain uh, in your elected seat, you might not um, uh, engage um, so uh, antithetical to your government that you shut down um, uh, portions of it. Uh, so there will be no government shutdown. And many uh, who were caught up in uh, the longest government shutdown in uh, U.S. history, the Trump shutdown, um, have still not recovered. So it's not uh, 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 in the A block on the news and with everything that's ongoing, uh, uh, the coverage in many cases has like fallen off the radar, but uh, many uh, have not recovered. Uh, And the um, contracted government uh, employees that were impacted by the shutdown will not be made whole. So, uh, you know, uh, so, 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 so the devastation um, and the um, 
uh, you know, just uh, uh, devastation uh, continues uh, for many uh, thousands of uh, Americans. Um, so there is that. Um, also, there is no national security emergency at our southern border. And that's not me saying that. Apparently, uh, 45 himself uh, said uh, as much as that during his freestyle, weird, winding White House Rose Garden presser. But first, uh, we have had yet another mass shooting in this country today uh, in Aurora, Illinois. Uh, We have multiple police officers uh, wounded, um, uh, as well as um, uh, American uh, citizens uh, there in Aurora, Illinois. Um, let us pray for the first responders who put their lives uh, at risk to uh, save and protect uh, those in harm's way. Uh, clearly, this is one uh, of the uh, multiple uh, national emergencies that are ongoing in this country. Um, and that is the continuing um, um, gun violence. And of course, yesterday, 14 February 2019, was the one-year anniversary uh, of the horrific uh, school shooting in Florida. So this keeps happening, and this should not be happening. And there are things that can be done uh, that can reduce it uh, to keep happening. So we, we, we do have uh, multiple serious, critical, and urgent uh, national emergencies. However, um, the southern border uh, is not one. I'm hoping uh, to get your take on on all of this. I I could only I could uh, no no I could only muster up ten seconds of sound uh, from uh, 45 today. The uh, uh, someone referred to that what happened there at the Rose Garden as a speech. And and that immediately caught my ear. It was like speech? No, no, that was not a speech. People people get paid good money to write speeches, and that was not a speech. Um, that was uh, I I don't know what to call that, uh, but whatever that was, it damn sure wasn't a speech. And apparently, the president himself. Uh, indicated, let's see, number one, he didn't need to do it. Uh, uh, Number two, uh, uh, the only reason we're here is because of 2020. And uh, uh, number three, uh, uh, this being the national emergency declaration is the way to make it more uh, expedient uh, and or uh, faster. Uh, So that's not what an emergency uh, is. And just the fact that you kind of wait to declare it kind of indicates that it's not an emergency. An emergency is something, obviously, that happens um, uh, immediately and requires uh, immediate uh, and and very serious uh, and precise um, attention. 
Uh, also, um, uh, we're going to talk uh, 2020, and uh, uh, many candidates have come forth and uh, 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 put their hat in the ring, and uh, uh, the Democratic side is, is, is going to have a, uh, a full and, and uh, uh, qualified and capable uh, 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 array of, of presidential candidates. This is going to be very exciting. Uh, to 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 watch and uh, uh, communicate about and 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 that sort of thing. Uh, so I definitely want to talk about that. And then later on next hour, I I want to get into a a dialogue that went viral. Um, this is a very powerful dialogue uh, between uh, Mr. Steve Harvey there at Steve TV show on Twitter and uh, the power comedian, actress, uh, talent extraordinaire, uh, Monique uh, at Mo worldwide on Twitter and uh, Instagram. Um, I've got little pieces of this conversation, but this went viral. And the issue is, in my opinion, doing business uh, while black. And how we as black people uh, uh, do business and, you know, do the money game, uh, but yet honor uh, our principles and integrity. And I'm, I'm just asking, can you do both at the same time or is that a rhetorical question? This is powerful, and I believe a much-needed dialogue, and I, I um, uh, uh, typed over to uh, Monique. I, I hope this dialogue continues, uh, because it needs to. Um, and I did a, uh, uh, where is it? Yeah, I did a, I did a promo. I've, I've been saying this for years, uh, uh, because this is, you know, kind of personal to me. Um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm kind of a blunt and upfront a personality. I'm 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 not a limp noodle. Uh, I I uh, uh, you know where you stand, and uh, it's better that you stand over there. <laughs> Keep it over there, uh, as I have uh, had to say. Uh, but um, I've always believed this, and maybe that's why I don't have a bigger show. Uh, but. Uh, in the money game uh, and the long game and what I call the third eye game, uh, this is my mantra and it's anthem to me. But I'm wondering if this pertains to you and and, and, and I want to get into it extensively uh, next hour. But how you get the money is more important than the money itself. Now, that's my anthem. That's my mantra. How you get the money is more important than the money itself. I've said that for decades. That's how I roll. But this is a very interesting dialogue. I've, I've, I've also... Uh, you know, uh, heard heard uh, the rule from very successful people: uh, uh, always take the money. <laughs> T- 
take the money. Get the money. So uh, uh, it's very, very interesting. But just for me, uh, uh, I've never allowed myself to be compromised uh, for that and in, you know, in that situation. Situations have presented themselves where they it could have been quite lucrative if you do certain things and, you know, I walked away. So um, uh, there you have it. How you get the money is more important than the money itself. Real Raw Right Now Talk Media. I India Declare. Real, raw, and right now. Lip up them a lip up. I miss enough of them a flip up. All of them a free run when King Selassie broke his seven steel and get up. East. Look how we dress. Terrible. Walla all your head. Government run under bed. When I see the Rasta coming in, I'm coming with the roots and chalice with the chalice and roots. Holding firm to my tradition like a magician We make the change from the Vatican poof Loose from the minds of the African youth Even though it may seem like magic All we do is liberate minds Separate, folly from truth Next time you buy a ticket for the chronic From Mr. Ease out Everybody start moving me so You're listening to the I Declare Show Real Raw Right Now Talk Media I Declare It Check out IDeclareMedia.com And always remember No matter what, know your value. No matter what, know you matter. India Declare, real, raw, and right now. Welcome back, everybody. Now, 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 look. Uh, something happened yesterday uh, that was deep. That 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 uh, I wasn't born yesterday. I've got a few candles on my birthday cake, uh, but uh, I've never I've never seen or heard anything like this. Um, I, I've got this up on my social media. Uh, Twitter at I am I declare Instagram at I am I declare and uh, 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 as I said this is uh, this is tragically historic. Uh, now I'm 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 gonna play this and and uh, 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 I mean. <laughs> uh, You can't make this up, uh, which is what the senator said on the Senate floor yesterday. Did you guys see this? I know it was Valentine's Day and and the roses and the champagne and all that. Uh, uh, Great. Uh, I was having my bathroom repaired yesterday, so Valentine's Day was kind of different for me. Uh, But I missed this. Uh, (laughs) And so I caught it today and was like, uh, okay, so now this is happening. Now, now stay with me. This is Senator Bob Menendez, Democrat from New Jersey, senior senator, 
on the Senate floor yesterday, 14 February 2019, because this broadcast is going to live in on demand. And by the way, I want to say thank you to our American listeners, our listeners in the Ivory Coast. I'm huge in the Ivory Coast. Uh, Australia, Germany, Canada, thank you guys so very much, our global brothers and sisters, for hanging with the I Declare Show, for putting up with me and, 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 and all this, for sticking with Alpho, sitting in for me, and, and just thank you to all of our listeners, wherever you are on the planet, love to you, peace to you, empowerment to you, and a big thank you. Now, I've got to get back to this. Yesterday, Senator Bob Menendez on the Senate floor stick with me, said this. I'm talking about the entirely legitimate question of whether Donald Trump could be compromised by the Russian government. It's more than a legitimate question. It's the natural question that comes to mind every time we learn more about the links between President Trump, his associates, and the Russian government. With the Mueller investigation possibly coming to a close in the near future, we may be forced to deal with both Congress and the American public with some very stark facts about the president's ties to Russia. Just think about the reported revelations over the last month or so. We've learned that President Trump took unprecedented steps to conceal the contents of his conversations with Putin from his own advisors. We learned that following one of the meetings with Putin, Trump phoned a New York Times reporter to argue that Russia did not interfere in the 2016 election, once again carrying the Kremlin's water in direct conflict with the entire U.S. intelligence community. We've learned that over the past year, President Trump repeatedly argued for pulling the United States out of NATO, something that Putin desires. And we continue to learn new details about Paul Manafort, President Trump's campaign chairman, meetings with Konstantin Kalimnik, a Russian national with suspected ties to Russian intelligence and an associate to Oleg Deripaska. We know that Manafort met with Kalimnik repeatedly, providing him with polling data and discussed ending sanctions, U.S. sanctions, and adopting a Russia-friendly peace plan for Ukraine. This is perhaps the most significant indication that Trump's inner circle was discussing pro-Kremlin policies in the months before the election. And tellingly, just last night, we learned that Manafort has lied again and again about the truth of his contacts and his conversations. Did Manafort determine that lying to prosecutors was a better alternative to telling the truth? Finally, let's not forget the revelation from just a few weeks ago that the nation's top law enforcement agency reportedly opened a counterintelligence investigation into the president, in part for firing the FBI director because of, quote, unquote, this Russia thing. You can't make this stuff up not even in your wildest dreams, not even on the TV set of Homeland could you make this stuff up. The news of a possible counterintelligence investigation against a sitting president should shake us all to the core. Instead, we're barely even surprised. 
For the right-wing pundits who spoon-feed a warped reality to President Trump every hour of the day, it's just one more excuse to paint him, the most powerful man in the world, as a victim. But for the rest of us, these revelations only sharpen the dread that gnaws at us as we search our minds for any explanation for President Trump's perplexing posture towards Russia. Look, I may have my differences with the president on tax policy, on immigration policy, on health care policy, and more, but let me assure you, every time he was set to meet with Putin, I, for one, hoped and prayed that our president would prove our suspicions wrong. I hoped that the president of the United States would stand up to Putin and demand accountability for Russia's interference in the 2016 elections. The cyber attacks, the stolen data, the malign social influence campaigns designed to stoke division and doubt in the American people. I hope that President Trump would make clear to Putin that illegal aggression against Ukraine and the continued denial of Ukrainian sovereignty is unacceptable and will result in consequences. I had hoped that President Trump would not congratulate Putin on another sham election victory, but operate from a position of truth about his grip on power, that it comes from the oppression of the Russian people, the seizure of their assets, the torture and murder of dissenters, the building of a chemical weapons arsenal, the denial of a free press and basic human rights. And of course, I had hoped that President Trump would not budge an inch on sanctions on the Kremlin. But time and time again, our president has let us down. He's let our country down. He's left Americans to lay awake at night asking themselves, what does Putin have on our president? Why won't he hold Russia accountable? Why won't he champion the values of democracy, freedom, and human rights that transcend political party? and define our greatest ideals as a nation. Instead, our president champions talking points that could have only come out of the Kremlin. Let me provide just a few examples. He told the leaders of the G7 that Crimea should be a part of Russia. He told the president of France to leave the EU. He said that Montenegro, a NATO member, could start World War III because they're a very aggressive people. He said that the Soviet Union invaded Afghanistan because, and I quote, terrorists were going into Russia, and Russia was, quote, right to be there. The Wall Street Journal rightly said that we cannot recall a more absurd misstatement of history by an American president. I challenge anyone to find one person, one person, in the State Department, the Defense Department, the National Security Council, who believes these statements and would have put them in the president's ear. So who does he get these ideas from? I can think of only one person, his good friend, Vladimir Putin. Thus far, our greatest insights into what may be driving President Trump's peculiar behavior towards Russia have come out of the special counsel Mueller's investigation and the additional investigation spawned by it. With every new court filing, we learn that the tentacles of Russian influence over the president and his associates are wrapped tighter than we previously thought. Meanwhile, the president and his cheerleaders on Fox News continue to discredit the Mueller probe 
as some kind of partisan witch hunt, when the truth is that it has already resulted in four individuals sentenced, seven guilty pleas, and a total of more than 30 people and three Russian entities charged. But all of this still begs the question, why? Why does President Trump behave as though he's been compromised by the Russian government? Why is he so deferential to Putin? We saw that at the Helsinki summit. Why have those around the president gone to such great lengths to cover up and lie about the extent of their interactions with Russia and with Russians? Of course, we can consider the possibility that the president is an asset of the Russian government. We then have to wonder whether he is a witting or an unwitting asset. On the one hand, it seems as though most of what President Trump does is unwitting. Perhaps his refusal to take Russian interference in 2016 seriously is merely an outgrowth of his narcissism, a symptom of a fragile ego that cannot accept that maybe, just maybe, the unprecedented malign influence campaign orchestrated by the Kremlin did indeed sway some votes on Election Day. On the other hand, the more I learned about President Trump's strange behavior towards Russia, the more I wonder if he knows exactly what's going on. The more I wonder if he knows that his campaign was making promises about pro-Kremlin positions and rolling back sanctions. The more I wonder if Trump knows that he's indebted to Russia and cannot allow the truth of his business dealings to come to light. For the truth may tell us that Trump's overtures to Putin, his disparaging of NATO, his refusal to fully apply congressionally mandated sanctions, his mixed messages on Ukraine are actually instances of conspiracy with the Kremlin in real time. Perhaps it's because I'm from New Jersey and I've lived through decades of Donald Trump's questionable business dealings, but I cannot understand why anyone would flat out reject the proposition he's indebted to Russia. He's the first presidential candidate in decades to refuse to disclose his tax returns. He's the first president in modern history to, to refuse to divest from his business interests, leaving us wondering whether he and his family are profiting from his position in the Oval Office. And beyond the myth of the man, Trump is no business genius. He was a millionaire by age eight, thanks to his father. He ran the business into the ground. He defaulted on debts, refused to pay workers, and declared multiple corporate bankruptcies. But eventually, American banks saw through him and refused to lend him money. So Trump had to look elsewhere for cash. And when you've been essentially blacklisted from the U.S. banking system, where do you turn? You turn to less savory sources. The fact that the Trump Organization courted and sold real estate to wealthy Russian buyers and financiers is no secret, nor is the reality that to be wealthy in Putin's Russia means to have close ties to the Kremlin. Much of the stolen wealth amassed by Putin and his cronies must be hidden from the global financial system. So where do you turn? Real estate. After a string of bankruptcies and racking up debt for years, the Trump Organization suddenly began making a spate of large, unexplainable cash purchases, totaling $400 million over nine years. Giant, mysterious, inexplicable 
crash transactions are the hallmark of money laundering. So where did they get the cash? Well, if we are to believe the words of the president and his sons, much of it came from Russia. In fact, it was Donald Jr. who said in 2008 that, quote, we see a lot of money pouring in from Russia. And Eric Trump, who reportedly said in 2014, and I quote, we don't rely on American banks. We have all the funding we need out of Russia. We know that several Trump projects, like Trump Soho and Trump Toronto, received significant funding from Kremlin-linked financiers. In fact, Trump Toronto was funded by an asset sale by the Russian bank VTB, a transaction that would have likely needed approval from Putin himself. And we now know that the Trump Organization pursued the Trump Moscow project far longer than he led on, including well into his campaign for president. Now, the president has unequivocally said that he has, quote, zero investments in Russia. Well, here's the problem. Donald Trump may not have investments in Russia, but it's quite possible that the Kremlin has an investment in him. And that's what keeps me up at night, Mr. President. That's why I believe the time is now to pass legislation requiring all presidential candidates to disclose their tax returns and why I am a sponsor of such legislation. So many of my colleagues decry Trump's shattering of this norm, but since he arrived in the White House, the Republican majority has done nothing to stop it from becoming the new normal. We still don't know who is behind the vast majority of the Trump Organization projects around the world, many of which continue to this day. We have to follow the money to get to the truth. How else will we ever know why our president is either unable or unwilling to publicly stand up to Putin? What too many of my Republican colleagues seem to forget is that at the end of the day, this is not about Donald Trump. It's about the American people. It's about whether an American president may be beholden to foreign interests and how those interests fare against our own. When the president embraces our greatest adversary and gives the back of the hand to our closest allies, when he continuously denies Russia's interference in 2016 and belittles the findings of our entire intelligence community, when in spite of those findings he suggests lifting sanctions on Russia, when he backs down from challenging Putin after Russia commits an unacceptable act of aggression against Ukraine in the Sea of Azov, in international waters, then we need a Congress willing to live up to its role as a co-equal branch of government. We cannot blindly follow a potentially compromised president down this dangerous path in which our alliances are suffering, our leadership on the global stage is waning, and our competitors are seeking to fill the void. We need to know the facts. Not the, not the latest spin dropped by Rudy Giuliani. The facts. The American people deserve to know who they elected to be their president. They deserve to know if he's in fact putting America's interests first. And they deserve to know if Donald Trump is wittingly or unwittingly, an agent for the Russian Federation. Congress must carry out its constitutional duty to fully and thoroughly investigate where the facts lead. 
That's why we must protect the integrity of all oversight efforts, including the objective sober investigation still being conducted by Robert Mueller. And it's why we must push for his final report to be made public to the American people. At the same time, this administration's deference to the Kremlin demands Congress be proactive in shaping U.S. foreign policy towards Russia, especially with respect to sanctions. We saw that with the countering America's adversaries through sanction or CATSA law passed in 2017 with the support of 98 senators. But given the circumstances we face today, we need additional legislation to protect American interests. That's why Senator Graham and I have introduced just yesterday the Defending American Security from Kremlin Aggression Act, or DASCA. It's a bipartisan piece of legislation joined by several of our Republican colleagues. This comprehensive legislation will ensure our diplomats have the tools to advance our interests and stand up to the bully in the Kremlin. It includes new sanctions as well as provisions designed to harden our democratic institutions and make us less vulnerable to attack. And perhaps most urgently, DASCA requires Senate consent should President Trump act on his desire to pull the United States out of NATO. To risk letting this president pull our nation out of a military alliance so vital to American security would be a tragedy fit for the ages. The collapse of NATO is number one on Mr. Putin's wish list. And with leaders like Secretary Mattis no longer around to babysit this president, Congress has a responsibility to act. This bipartisan bill is essential to giving the United States a more solid footing against the Kremlin moving forward. We should treat DASCA with urgency. The time to pass this legislation is now. We need hearings, a vote in the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, and swift consideration on the floor of the Senate. Likewise, we must finally pass legislation to protect the Mueller investigation and to require all presidential candidates release their tax returns. Now, I know that deep down many of my Republican colleagues share my concerns. I've talked to a fair number of them. Yet they're afraid of angering the party of Trump. Well, I believe that they would be seen as American heroes. For should the facts confirm our greatest fears to be true, I ask my colleagues to consider what the history books will say about those who knew the President of the United States might very well be compromised by a foreign power and yet still did nothing. I'm talking about my Republican colleagues who seem to have numbed themselves to the latest bombshell revelations about the President's posture on Russia. Apparently, they don't want to know why Russia interfered in 2016 to help Trump win. They don't want to know why the Republican platform's strong language on Russia was watered down by the Trump team. They don't want to know how someone deeply indebted to Russian oligarchs and later caught giving polling data to Russian intelligence contacts became chairman of the campaign. They don't want to know why Russia began hacking Hillary Clinton's emails the same day that candidate Trump asked them to do so. They don't want to know why the president undermines our intelligence community and attacks law enforcement for investigating Russian interference. They don't want to know why he seeks to dismantle NATO 
a pillar of security, prosperity, and the defense of Western democratic ideals. They don't want to know why he shares Putin's joy when discord unfolds in Europe. They don't want to know why Trump forbids his interpreter from disclosing the contents of his conversations with Putin and took his notes. In short, they don't want to know the truth. Well, now is not the time to ignore the facts or avoid the truth. For we are living in a time of unthinkable questions. And should the facts reveal the most unthinkable of answers, we must do what's necessary to protect the interests of the United States of America. And there you have it, uh, menendez.senate.gov, uh, for those who want to um, research further. Uh, and let's ask the question, and we thank Senator Menendez um, for those, um, uh, 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 as I said, tragically historic remarks. Uh, but this is where we are, and um, we can't put our heads in the sand, and we won't hear at I Declare Media, the I Declare Show, if the facts confirm the greatest unthinkable. Will America have the courage to face very uncomfortable and inconvenient truth? We'll take a break right here at 37 minutes after hour one. I Declare Media, the I Declare Show. You're listening to the I Declare Show. Real Raw Right Now Talk Media, I Declare It. Check out IDeclareMedia.com and always remember, no matter what, know your value. No matter what, know you matter. India Declare, real, raw, and right now. How you get the money is more important than the money itself. I declare media the I declare show. You know how long me I wait for this? Lip up them a lip up. I'm missing up for them a flip up. All of them have been running, King Selassie broke his seven steel and get up east. Look over there, terrible, wall all your heads. Government run under bed. When I see the Rasta coming, him are coming with the roots and chalice with the chalice and roots. Holding firm to. India declare real, raw, and right now. A big thank you to all of our listeners uh, on the board. Uh, Thank you guys so very much for tuning in, touching base, uh, engaging uh, with us. Uh, Our our, our chat room is, uh, uh, dialogue is uh, ongoing there. And we invite you, wherever you may be, um, across the planet, (laughs) welcome to the uh, I Declare show. Uh, How are you doing? Um, you know, um, as I, as I posted, uh, on, on, on my, wait, I've got so many tabs up. Yeah, here it is. Uh, look, uh, we, look, it, it, uh, really 
no matter where you are, unless you're, you know, the Uber of the Uber 1%, uh, it's, 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 it's a mess. And, um, uh, I'm an optimist. I, I, I'm positive. I, you know, all of that candles, all of that. Uh, but it's a friggin' mess. And so times and circumstances are very serious and we all know it. So here on this production, we don't try to act like, you know, everything is cute and it's all perfect and the filters and all that. Uh, it's jacked and it's jacked deliberately, isn't it? And so we know that hardworking Americans are carrying real heavy burdens, man. A lot is going on. You've got the financial, you've got the family, you've got the health. You know, you know, you got the, you got the financial, you got the economic, uh, uh, you know, I, I saw, I saw a thing, uh, the other day, um, uh, I might've pulled it, um, uh, an article, uh, what, something like seven to 10 million Americans are three months or more behind, uh, in their, uh, car note. Uh, you know, uh, you know, we're, 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 we're buying, you know, all kinds of crap that we don't need. We're, we're, we're so into, <clears throat> you know, things and logos and, and, uh, 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 so-called prestige and all that until they, you know, uh, uh, put a black face with the logo. Not so cute, is it? For $800. And so, you know, it's just, it's, 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 it's a mess. Uh, we are marinated in uh, imagery and, uh, you know, we want to bling bling and, you know, we want our whip and, uh, you know, which I, I recently learned that means car. For me, that's always meant whip. Uh, I I can't. I mean, I I mix my media, so um, I I won't. Uh, anyway, so you know, like it's 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 a mess, right? So here at uh, the uh, ID, I know it can it can it can it can veer off, and we can just fall right off the stage and start talking about a whole bunch of other shit. Uh, but so here. Uh, we don't try to pretend, um, uh, you know, we, we you know, uh, 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 it, it is what it is. Um, it's, it's the cellulite, it's the, it's the, it's the liver spots, it's, it's, it's the bald spot, it's the, it's the, wait a minute, what is it called, the muffin top, uh, it's the, you know, uh, you know, the feet are rough, you haven't had a pedicure since the 80s, you know, it, it, it's a mess, Okay. So let's not, don't try to shove your big fat foot uh, in the pointed toe shoe and then, you know, wear the heel out so bad that it starts sliding to the side. You know, just give up. Just, just, no, don't. Just make it stop. Just put them up. It's okay. Wear sneakers. And they don't have to be $800 with a logo. So here we just kind of, you know, we know it's jacked. It's deliberately jacked. Uh, uh, the wealth is concentrated. We know it. Uh, the vote is suppressed. Uh, we know it. Uh, uh, apparently, uh, well, if you listen to Senator Menendez, you know, it's, it's, it's way deeper than we can even imagine. Okay. So here is just one little dinky little platform to let it out and get it out. <laughs> And uh, uh, that's just a scintilla. I mean, it's, 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 it's such a mess, right? It is such a mess. You know, um, 
I'm a, I'm a little older. This is a sidebar. It has nothing to do with the conversation other than, you know, life is a mess. Like, have you noticed that like women are losing their hair a lot? Have you noticed it? Like, like it's like it's a lot of videos and stuff on YouTube and Instagram. I mean, I, I don't know. Is it stress? Is it weaves? Is it the hair glue or the the, the wigs or the scalp can't breathe? I, I don't know what the hell it is. But like, like we're losing our hair. Uh, 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 black chicks, white chicks. I mean, like you know, uh, it's right there for everybody to see. And I, I mean, just plumb bald. I mean, smooth as a kitchen table. I mean, gone. So, like, something is going on. You know, uh, 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 the stress of everyday life and trying to keep up with all this crap and, you know, trying to, what do they call it? I think they call it floss. Even, you know, like, to me, that means dental products. But, but, but I think that means, you know, like, you're trying to be glamorous and crap and keep up and spend money and crap like that. And, 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 and I know, I mean, I've lived it. I've done it. I mean, I, I haven't lost my hair. <laughs> Thank God. I've got a few strands left. I, I can count them, uh, but, uh, but they're still up there. But, 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 but overall, like this constant, um, you know, imagery and, and, and filtering and, and, and I need my, I need my fake hair uh, from across the world, and 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 I and I and I gotta have it done, and and you know, I mean, it's just I don't know. Maybe it's me. It might it might be me. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Let it out. Get it out. Bent. I declare media the India declare real, raw, and right now. There's one. I'm I'm counting the hair on my head. Uh, okay, so the 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 uh, 45 came out uh, at the White House today. Wait a minute. Where is it? I've got eight seconds. That's all I could stand. I I couldn't. I, I just uh, like I can't. It's it's just like what? Like why is this happening? What what is this? What did we do <laughs> to 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 uh, 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 have this. Uh, okay, so set it up. Okay, so 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 we know uh, uh, candidate Trump. Uh, uh, every stop, it was the wall, and and who's gonna pay for the wall, and all that. We all, unfortunately, we can't unhear it in our head. It is in our head, and we can't unhear it. So it's there, and I already know that you know it's there because it's in your head, too, and you can't unhear it either. So we've got that. So we all knew that was BS, right? Okay, and so now it's, oh, wait, the taxpayers have to pay for the wall. You're not going to give me the money. I'm going to shut down the government. So we endured that for, what, 35, 37 days, whatever it was. It was the longest damn uh, government shutdown in our nation's history, hashtag Trump shutdown. So we've got that. People are still... Uh, uh, impaired, uh, traumatized, and devastated financially and economically from that. Okay, so now today it's, uh, uh, well, you know, I mean, come on. We, we knew that, you know, he was not going to shut down the government again. Uh, uh, that uh, aviation sector, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. 
uh-uh, uh-uh, okay? So we knew that, okay? So like when they came out, the pilots came out and the air traffic controllers came out and all that and, 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 and the FBI, you know, head of that, he came out and all that. And so we knew, uh-uh. And, and, and of course, even the repubs were like, oh, no, 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 no. So we knew that was going to happen to the government's open and all that. So now we're at this uh, 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 Trump uh, emergency declaration. Uh, emergency declaration. And all of the intelligence uh, uh, folks who have those seats of intel power and access to all of the stuff. And by the way, by the way, by the way, here it is. I think it was, was it the 29th of uh, January? Wait a minute, when was it? Uh, yeah, it was. It was the 29th of January. Okay, so here is the, for those who, I know, for those who, you know, like who don't follow this. Here is, this is from the Office of the Director of National Intelligence. Okay, from the Office of Strategic Communications. Okay, these are the remarks. Uh, uh, the DNI head is Mr. Dan Coates. Okay, and so these are his remarks. I have them on my social media. Uh, you have got to read. You've got to read this and get the video. Uh, DNI.gov. Um, uh, for those of you who are listening and not in our chat room, uh, and so. Uh, we, we have the, there was a hearing on the 29th of January where the heads, um, of our nation's, uh, Intel, uh, came before, uh, the Congress. And I, I will just read a little bit of what, uh, these are the prepared remarks, uh, from the head of a DNI, uh, Mr. Coates, Mr. Dan Coates. Quoting, my goal today is to responsibly convey to you and the American people in this unclassified hearing the true nature of the threat environment without overstating some of the more significant challenges we currently face and expect to contend with in the coming year. In the interest of time, I would refer you to my statement for the record for a more complete threat picture. As I stated in my recent remarks during the release of the National Intelligence Strategy, we face significant changes in the domestic and global environment that have resulted in an increasingly complex and uncertain world. And we must be ready to meet 21st century challenges and recognize emerging threats. DNI leader Coates goes on, and I quote, the composition of the current, threat, current threats we face is a toxic mix of strategic competitors, regional powers, weak or failed states, and non-state actors using a variety of tools in overt and subtle ways to achieve their goals. The scale and scope of the various threats facing the United States and our immediate interests worldwide is likely to further intensify this year. It is increasingly a challenge to prioritize which threats are of greatest importance. I first want to mention 
election security. This has been and will continue to be a top priority for the intelligence community. We assess that foreign actors will view the 2020 U.S. election as an opportunity to advance their interests. We expect them to refine their capabilities and add new tactics as they learn from each other's experiences and efforts in previous elections. On the heels of our successful efforts to protect the integrity of the 2018 midterm elections, we are now focused on incorporating lessons learned in preparation for the 2020 elections. I would now like to turn to the variety of threats that currently exist and may materialize in the coming year. I will begin with remarks on what I would describe as the big four, China, Russia, North Korea, and Iran, all of those, all of which pose unique threats to the United States and our partners. Close quote. Now, obviously, um, uh, Mr. Coates' remarks go on, but notice that he first spoke to the election security. That was first. And then he said, I would now like to turn to the variety of threats that currently exist and may materialize in the coming. We'll begin with remarks on what I would describe as the big four, China, Russia, North Korea, and Iran all of which pose unique threats to the United States and our partners. Quote, close quote. Where, where is his remarks on the southern border? You're listening to the I Declare Show right here on blogtalkradio.com, and we always like to thank blogtalkradio.com uh, for their platform. Where, what's going on? All of the intel community have publicly, they're on CNN, they're on MSNBC, publicly made it very clear. They have made it, honey, they have broken it down. Oatmeal raisins. Everybody can understand this. There is not a national security threat at our southern border. There is a humanitarian crisis there, and the humanitarian crisis is in reaction to the policies by the Trump administration. So this is like self, you know, self-imposed. So there it is. And, and you're welcome to read it, dni.gov. Um, and I, I have the PDF uh, on, on my social media, and I believe I posted it. There it is uh, in, the, in the chat room. No mention. I mean, they work for him. You would think everybody would be on the same page. So with that said, uh, uh, the president comes out today in the, in the, in the uh, what is it, the Rose Garden there before the press, and it was long, it was winding, it was, it was uh, like a pinball machine, uh, it just bouncing all over the place. I've got like eight seconds. That's all I could bear to listen to. And here it is. I want to do it faster. I could do the wall over a longer period of time. I didn't need to do this, but I'd rather do it much faster. Okay. So, so, so he admits I didn't need to do that. Okay. Now, wait, wait. If it's an emergency, then you do need to do it. 
right? If it's an emergency, you need to do it. It, It's not an option. So that's where we are. Uh, uh, They're openly saying, uh, I saw a a former uh, U.S. congressman, uh, Republican, uh, on today, I believe he was on a CNN, um, and he spoke before uh, the Rose Garden remarks, and um, his words were, uh, I'll paraphrase, uh, but this was a quote. He said, I believe Republicans will, quote, revolt. So we'll have to see how this ripples out. Uh, the ACLU has made uh, – uh, they put their remarks out uh, uh, that they, uh, they've already filed suit. Uh, the state of California has filed suit, and I'm sure since we've been on air, uh, uh, there are more. So, uh, And, of course, uh, the Democrats in Congress who now lead the House uh, have made it clear uh, – Speaker Pelosi said yesterday that uh, uh, she and the team are reviewing uh, all uh, options. So um, there's that. And in regards to real national emergencies, I just want to, I've got like three minutes till the top of the hour, and I think I see Alpha on the board, and I want to bring him up uh, right away. Um, uh, uh, Here are some real uh, emergencies. Uh, We have a massive gun violence epidemic. Uh, that are killing uh, our fellow citizens every day. Every day. Uh, We we have real, real national emergencies, and in this case, global, uh, the denial of climate science and climate uh, change and the uh, extreme weather patterns uh, uh, that uh, I've I've lived through, and uh, they are freak. Uh, We have real uh, national emergencies, uh, environmental justice, uh, and the lack thereof if you are poor uh, and and brown. Uh, Brazen and constantly expanding, gaping craters in our system of education. Uh, Lucky you if your zip code is supported by property taxes uh, that designates uh, designates uh, resources to your to your school, and in comparison with education globally, uh, we all know America has nothing to be proud of there. In regards to uh, real national emergencies, how 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 about the long-standing and deliberate? Uh, lack of policies initiated to create pathways impacting real access to real opportunity. The deliberate blocking off and suppressing real access to real opportunity. And of course, connect the dots. That starts with real academia that is globally competitive. Uh, uh, more real uh, national uh, emergencies. Uh, We've got an opioid catastrophe in the form of an epidemic. 
we've got deliberately orchestrated and allowed voter suppression and oppression. Uh, and, and there's more. Our nation's infrastructure is antiquated, embarrassing, and dilapidated. We've got chronic homelessness due to just a freak wage stagnation and suppression of wages and, 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 and wages deliberately not kept up with inflation. I've been asking for years, name one thing that costs the same today that it did in 1970. Or 19, I'll give you 1978. Give me one thing that costs the same today that it did in 1978. Yet the wages kind of capped off right around there. Housing. Hell, you even have to pay for air. You pay for air when you go to the damn gas station. Give me one thing that costs the same today that it did in 1978. And why hasn't the wages kept up with that inflation? Right. Right. Yeah. And, 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 and of course, the blind eye uh, turned in regards to our nation's uh, 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 electoral manipulations. Thank, thank goodness uh, the DNI and, 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 and our intel uh, leaders uh, are, are on that. Uh, because some aren't. Not them, uh, others uh, within our uh, government. So we have a lot of very real uh, national emergencies. And, I mean, you could allocate those billions of dollars to any one of them. And that's just scratching the surface. So um, uh, this whole this whole um, uh, kaleidoscopic menagerie that we're supposed to, you know, we're supposed to believe. That, I mean, it's it's weird. It's 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 like a it's it's like a big show. Except these are real people's lives. These are our lives being dealt with and manipulated by all of this. This is, this is not a show. This is real life. And you know, I remember saying years ago that in regards to the repubs, and Alpha, I'll, 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 I'll catch you right after. I'm going I'm to say this and then reset, and I'm going to come and pick up uh, Alpha. In regards to the repubs, there has been this, this, this right wing, right wing radio uh, stench that has been wafting through their whole energy, and it has it has now just finally just it's 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 in the White House. Hell. A forty-five today. He was he was just praising the just praising the right wing radio personalities. You know that 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 that, that you don't want policy uh, initiated by a right wing radio booth. 
regardless of how golden the microphone India Declare, real, raw, and right now. After the top of hour two, let me bring up Alpho. Alpho, I want to thank you so very much for sitting in for me uh, for not only one Friday, but two, um, uh, asking that of you. I was like, oh, my God, I hate to bother Alpho, but, like, I really need your analysis, and I, and I want the audience to – it's so much going on. I didn't just want to go radio silent just because I'm, you know, uh, uh, transitioning and stuff like that. Uh, so I just want to thank you so very much for coming on the air and for doing what you do and for hanging with our audience uh, as you as you did for those two weeks. And uh, would you do it again next Friday? No, I'm kidding. No, no I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. Um, uh, kind of. How are you? Um, um, How are you doing? Um, uh, I'm, oh, oh, my God, Alpha, if I see another contractor. Okay. Don't hire contractors who, who have a pay structure by the hour. I learned that the hard way. Um, uh, if you, if they get paid by the hour, oh boy, do they, do they take a long time? Um, I, I, I learned that the hard way. And, um, and so that's just one of my, one of my lessons, uh, that, 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 that I've, uh, incurred, but, but Alpha, uh, how are you? And thank you. And, uh, what's on that brilliant minded Alpha? Okay. Now, come on. The presser today. Well, I mean, I mean, I thought of you I, while yeah. he was talking today. I thought about you. Like I told you from the day he was inaugurated, this man is an illegitimately elected traitor. He has nothing but money and profit on his mind. He is an agent of the Russian government. When all of this shakes out, when it all shakes out, these are nefarious connections at best. The Manafort and the exchanging of the uh, voting uh, voting rolls and the whole night of the meeting at the Cigar Cafe and all of the people who are lying and just up and down the board. The um, Multiple, the 37 that have been indicted, the five or six who have pled guilty, the one in the wings who is waiting, and he's waiting for a pardon, as is Manafort. Right. That should be one of the first things on the agenda. Bob Mueller, now you have Barr, is, there, is the new AG. He was sworn in today. He will try to suppress as much of this as he possibly can. What the House will do is to call Mueller to testify. And whether it's in public or behind doors or both, it's going to come out. It's going to come out because at that point, Mueller is no longer employed by the DOJ. So right. he'll be free to say whatever. And the mere fact that there will be things that they will classify that should not be classified 
bar himself should recuse himself for the way he uh, trolled for the job. But let me say this about this entire scenario. This is nothing more than a Russian view of the world. As Malcolm Nance has said, they started in Europe. They've slapped Europe with this Brexit uh, pull-out, England pull-out of Brexit, and has thrown Europe into utter chaos. Mm-hmm. Now Trump will try to pull. If he is reelected, he will pull out of NATO. Putin will regain national prominence. He will become, <coughs> Russia will become the power in the world. China will give them some headache, but they will work together. Mm-hmm. The United States will be exed out. Every move he makes is un-American. And it's not so much that I look at America as being this, 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 this on a hilltop, this shining pillar, because it's not. I've always said, when was America anything other than evil? But what Trump is doing is basically selling out his, his country. He cares nothing about America. He cares only about money. And with uh, how many investigations? There are 27 investigations. A lot of them are at state level. I told you a long time back that they would take him down on the RICO Act. Mm-hmm. Along with his family, along with his in-law, his son-in-law, his daughter, and both of his sons will fall under RICO. And they should all be going to jail. But even more, you know, he he chides the economy and how vigorous the economy is. Let me say this about the economy. If you infuse money into the economy, as mm-hmm. Barack Obama did, he infused $800 million. His his uh, what, what package was that? The, what yeah, was that? yeah, what yeah. In response to the, right, in response to the Wall Street meltdown and the housing the crisis. Stimu- the stimulus package. Yeah, the stimulus, the stimulus package, package, yeah. $800 million. He stimulated into the economy, mm-hmm. and the economy turned around and began to function. Trump has infused $2 trillion into the economy. And along with the help of happy corporations who have gotten their tax cut, they have basically began to move the country forward a little more. It's always about infusing money into the economy. And with the tax cuts, the enrichment of the rich, this is how it moves forward. So when you get into a a scenario of a good economy, Obama took the economy from going off the cliff with – over 10 unemployment rate, and he took it under five. 
and he handed this uh, recovering economy, improving economy, off to uh, Donald Trump. And now Trump wants to talk about uh, the best economy in the world ever. We have this, the best. This man is a nut. <laughs> a, a total nut. So it does, you get right it does seem that way. I mean, I mean, it, it 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 it's it's hard to like listen to uh, that that whatever that was today, and and uh, you know uh, uh, and have and, and 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 apply any credibility to that. That was just uh, I mean, you undercut. He he declares a national emergency, and and yet says that. It's really not an emergency in the speech, in, in, the, in the remarks that he was supposed to declare the national emergency. I mean, what is that? Well, I hope he makes it. I hope he does it. I hope he gets this through his right-wing courts and that it, he sets this precedent. Because once he's out of office, we can turn around and declare a national emergency on gun violence. Don't take away yeah, people's guns. That's exactly that's what's going to happen. That's, yeah. not, that's not the aim to take away your gun. And those, oh, you're going to take away our gun idiots out there who can't see that guns should be regulated like cars. You should have to take a class to get it. You should have to pass a test to get one. You should have to be insured to have one. And you have to register. It's that simple. Nobody's trying to take your guns. So for these idiots who want to continue down that road, let them have at it. Then you have to look at climate. Let's get off the climate. Let's get off the fossil fuels. Right now, it's a matter of weaning you off of fossil fuels because no one is suggesting that you just yank the rug out from under coal and all of these people are working, can be retrained in clean, renewable energy. Renewable energy is the biggest employer in this country. The, the, let, let, me, let me put it like this. It's the fastest growing employer. Right. That's, that's where the action is. It's in solar, wind, and energy innovation. It's certainly... Isn't in coal and and, and oil and and I, I mean that that it is the current, but long term it will be the past. Exactly. If you don't if you don't understand the significance of climate change, you should just 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 be quiet, shut up, because you understand nothing or. You are unwilling to understand anything. The uh, the saying from Dr. Martin Luther King, two most dangerous people in the world are the conscientious, conscientiously stupid and the willfully ignorant. Something like that. <laughs> Yeah, that's about it. And, uh, I mean, that's, and that's, and we, we, we do have a chronic issue with ignorance. Well, willful ignorance. 
and that's that's yeah. you know that's important because the willfully ignorant. You have people that you hear these people talking about. There go the airplanes. There go the cars. There goes ice cream. These oh, are ice cream. I saw, I saw these that. Are fear-mongering demagogues. Fear-mongering demagogues, and it's no surprise that Lynn Cheney is one, and the rest of them are Republicans. I, you know, I, your your party affiliation and your position on your ideology, you have too many Republicans who are ashamed to say they are Republicans because they have become obsequious ass-lickers of Donald Trump. And nobody wants to be seen as that. So when you get into a position of you can't, uh, you can lie no more. It's obvious. It's coming to the surface, and you'll all be tainted with it. And you should. Now, be well, let me with ask it. you this. Let me ask you this. I, I I I paid attention to the votes yesterday in regards to the uh, government shutdown and how um, you know the veto override was uh, uh, very much uh, in effect. So really, his signature was really not even needed on the on the legislation because i mean there were so many votes and you know that 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 told me along with today um um and i i posted this on my social media like uh normally like um when a president declares an emergency he is he or you know he in the future uh, maybe she uh but normally in the past it has been that that president has People, you know, their cabinet members and stuff, you know, standing next to them or behind them. He was out out there alone today, and I thought that was very interesting. On top of the veto override majority that he got from the Senate and the House yesterday in regards to the uh, government shutdown, and I'm wondering if the fever is finally breaking, um, and the Republicans, you know, like Representative, um, a former a Congressman, a Charlie Dent you know, said on a CNN today, uh, and this was before the remarks, I believe, but, but, you know, he said, I don't, I don't know if the Republicans are going to be all in on this. And he used the word revolt, uh, in regards to the, uh, emergency declaration in terms of, you know, how far this is going to go and how many Republicans are going to like stick with, stick with him. And I'm wondering if this is the beginning of the you know, of the wishbone break, uh, if you will, in that between that government shutdown of um, uh, Senate and House vote um, uh, last night and then today, he stood there alone. No DHS officials, no intel uh, officials. Uh, 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 I think the vice president is uh, overseas. But, you know, there was nobody standing there at all. I mean, Mr. Barr, the new AG, was sitting, you know, on the front row there, and he he referenced him. But normally, there would the, the, the president would be flanked uh, 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 behind him would be the officials um, connected to the department that the emergency is being declared for. And yet today, uh, nothing. Now, uh, what did you, well, if anything, did you did you get from that? From those two things, the veto override vote. And then today, he was out there by himself. And I thought that him standing there alone, I thought it was kind of symbolic of what, what could be um, to come. Well, he's, he, 
he, it doesn't matter to him whether or not he stands alone. He speaks in repetitive jargon. He says the same thing over and over in a different way. And he fills the time in filibusters. He is a public relations genius and a logical nightmare. He has absolutely nothing of intelligence to say. He just stood out there and undermined his uh, entire emergency. I didn't have to do it. I I, I didn't have to do it now. I could have waited. You've been waiting since. What happened when they had both the House and the Senate? And this idea that Democrats wouldn't help him along, why should they? You have both the House and the Senate. Mitch McConnell and the Senate didn't help uh, Obama after Nancy Pelosi passed 300 bills and, and Republicans vetoed 300 bills. That would have helped the middle class. This isn't about... Uh, who you affiliate with. This is about moving the country forward and helping the middle class. Be it the New Deal, be it the Green Deal. When you hear people talk about how are you going to pay for it, the same damn way you pay for subsidies to all of these corporations who don't pay taxes. I know that argument that this, this, this BS argument they're job creators. You can't do it. Yes, you can. What did? How do you think that the top tax rate was seventy percent over the thirty years of the most prosperous times in this country? That's exactly right. At seventy percent, and look at the list. Look at the list of things that Republicans say would either kill jobs or hurt everyone. First, it was if you released the slaves, it was bad. Everything that has pushed this country forward for Republicans has been a bad thing. And that's how they uh, went along with their politics. So don't tell me about what's good for the country. Simply um, sit back and watch. You know, uh, uh, the talking point, that talking point, the how are you going to pay for it talking point. uh, To me, that talking point has forever been blown up uh, with the the GOP uh, tax scam. Um, uh, uh, the, The wealth was already concentrated freakishly concentrated before uh, that. And to add that, what uh, what is it? Uh, 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 I don't have the exact number, uh, but, 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 uh, but that has added, Trump has added like uh, trillions of dollars to the, uh, to the, uh, to the deficit and the debt. Um, uh, uh, So the whole, the whole uh, fiscal conservative, GOP talking point, and you know they're polishing off that talking point as as we go into the uh, presidential season here, uh, presidential um, you know a candidacy season here, and that talk, talking point is forever blown up 
by the fact that uh, that they passed that tax law, um, and that has put us into a crippling uh, debt uh, ratio into perpetuity. Well, just give it just give it another year. People's their tax returns are lower. They accepted the lie of the households will get on an average of a $4,000 increase. It hasn't happened. Mm-hmm. Mexico didn't pay for the wall. It hasn't happened. You played it before. The um, the uh, 28, now 30 broken promises from Trump. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, it, I mean, they they basically... You know, they basically speak for themselves. Right. Right. I mean, I'm going to drain the swamp. Look at look at who he has. Look at all of the president's men. The majority of them are criminals. Ross, Mulvaney. Oh, look at them. Oh, uh, right. How many of them are under investigation? You know, and you know How what? That's another them? thing is that. Um, when you when uh, when when you yourself as president and when your team um, uh, uh, when so many people connected to you are under this type of um, uh, legal compromise, you really shouldn't be able to you shouldn't be able to uh, uh, nominate judges. Uh, uh, I mean, everything should be like on hold until you are either found. Uh, innocent, uh, uh, you know, you come through the investigation, and then once you get cleared through the investigation, uh, or in this case, investigations, uh, plural, um, then you can, uh, uh, you know, appoint your judges and all this sort of stuff. But uh, it just seems like uh, in any anyone else in any other type of business would not have the credibility of leadership. I mean, you would be told to, if you're the CEO and you're being investigated and you've got all these investigations, like, like if you, if you had a beauty shop, I mean, like it doesn't matter what business, nobody would want to, I mean, you, you were compromised. You were, you, your ability to lead is crippled. You, you need to go home and go tend to your legal stuff and take care of that, get that taken care of, and then come back once you get your business tight and right. And uh, why should the presidency be any different? Well, it, it never has been. As a matter of fact, it has always been a scenario where you had to be uh, above reproach and of impeccable integrity. That's no longer the case. That's no longer the case. The, uh, the uh, newest one of the newest uh, congresswomen who they say was anti-Semitic. All she did was spoke the truth, but then it became a week, a week's uh, headlines because Republicans continued to push it. They would send them out there one behind another day after day to say something outrageously stupid. And then and, and, Jake you Tapper know, turned around and, and hemmed him up. Did you um, see the? Did you see Jake Tapper trolling him when he was saying, "Show the the show uh, uh, Orman, I think Amar. Yeah, yeah, Orman, Omar. Omar. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, yeah, uh, Minnesota. Show, show right. Mm-hmm. And his 
And instead of them showing what he was asking for, they were showing clips of Trump's anti-Semitism. And they showed about five of them. And Jake Tapper was printing along going, oh, no, no, that's not the one. That's the one of Trump doing this or saying that. That's the one of Trump uh, stochastically uh, suggesting that Soros and the Jews were responsible for the caravan. And then one of your idiots went into a synagogue and killed how many people? Eight or nine? So at every turn, at every turn, this man has been a fraud. He's been nothing more. And look at look at his newest. You see his newest health report. Now he's six three. And now, oh, I saw that. And oh now my he's God. Just, he, he's that just was... at two hundred and thirty nine pounds. The man oh is at God. three balloons. I know three balloons when I see it. And <laughs> there is nothing that you can say about someone who is this willing to. What is the fact fact checkers getting for over eight thousand lies already? And he yeah, yeah, that was yeah. We're probably over eight thousand now. That was a number I heard I think last week. But uh, yeah, uh, for those of you listening uh, and you're wondering what Alpha was referencing, uh, you've got to check out the Rachel Maddow show. Um, last evening, of what, the 14th February, because this is going to be in a, on demand. So you'll look it up, 14th February 2019. And, and Maddow did a segment on the petty, unnecessary, and ridiculous lies that come from this White House. For instance, the president's height and his weight and the length of his finger. I, I, I mean, like, it's just like, I, I mean, you've got to watch it. I, I cannot do it, do it justice. But when I was watching it, and I even watched the repeat of that how again, because I wanted to see that segment because it was literally tragically hilarious. I, I, I mean, it was just so ridiculous. Like, and she's right. Like, why are we having to talk about this? Why? <laughs> um, uh, anyway, though, but yeah. So, so catch that segment. It is it is absolutely must watch. If you did not watch it last night, uh, and kudos to uh, MSNBC and uh, Rachel Maddow. Alpha, while I have you, while I have the privilege of having you with me, um, I wanted to talk about before we go off the air. I, I wanted to talk about um, this dialogue that went viral. Uh, a couple days ago from the Steve Harvey show. Did you happen to watch that or have you seen um, some clips of, uh, because I I saw it on Twitter and Instagram, like the clips and it had like thousands of views and stuff like that um, where uh, the, the comedian and actress Monique been in the game, what uh, three decades. I hope I'm not aging her, but She's been around uh, for a very long time, and and she won the Oscar for Precious uh, and all that. She's been deemed um, uh, hard to work with and difficult, uh, and and it has it has cost her uh, professionally, and 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 it's it's been like a you know a conversation in like industry talk 
Um, uh, and then she's been on YouTube herself with her YouTube channel, or she and her husband, and, you know, they've been addressing, you know, what has happened to them and, and, and how she has been professionally punished for speaking up and, um, uh, uh, and, and, and being willing to say no when she thought saying no was the right move for her. And so she goes on Steve Harvey. Um, let me uh, cue it up here. She goes on Steve Harvey uh, a couple days ago, I believe, and they had a very powerful dialogue, and it got you know kind of testy, and it went viral. And I believe that these conversations are uh, very important. And I I typed over to her on Instagram. I thanked her for being willing to you know to have you know to have these difficult discussions uh, publicly, like so publicly. And, and I just wanted to play, um, uh, I've got two clips and I wanted to play them and, and, and just kind of get the audience's reaction on, on, on their thoughts. And uh, my take on it is doing business while black, even though I'll say this, that you can contextualize this dialogue with women uh, in business, uh, uh, this is this can be expanded. In other words, um, beyond the context of race, um, uh, but in this case, uh, uh, she is obviously a a powerful black female. And so, doing business while black, uh, um, uh, 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 can one do business and have unwavering principles and honor their integrity? Can you do both at the same time? With that said, let's take a listen to. Uh, clip one. This is uh, Monique at Mo Worldwide on Twitter and Instagram, and of course on the Steve Harvey Show at Steve TV Show. Take a listen to we this. We got labeled as difficult because I said one word, and that was no. Now I said no to some very powerful people. I said no to Oprah Winfrey. I said no to Tyler Perry. I said no to Lee Daniels, and I said no to Lionsgate. And the difficulty came in when people that look like me, like Oprah. Tyler, Lee Daniels, and I got to put my brother Steve on the list. Y'all knew I was not wrong. Each one of you said to me, Monique, you're not wrong. And when I heard you go on the air and you said, my sister didn't burn too many bridges, and there's nothing I can do for her now. Steve, do you know how hurt I was? Simone, now let me give you this. Because you and I had this conversation, mm-hmm. I thought you went about it wrong. Mm-hmm. See, I felt that you had done yourself a disservice mm-hmm. by the way you chose to go about it. We got labeled as difficult because I said one word. So, okay, that's, that's, that's part one. Let me bring our Alpho back up here. Um, Alpho, in the face of, uh, in the face of, 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 of race, and and um, and having um, uh, distinguished uh, opportunities, um, uh, you know, like I understand what Monique uh, is saying there. I I get it. Uh, there comes a time when when one does have to um, uh, look at the look at the situation in its entirety, and and determine whether. Uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 whether it's a yes or a no. Um, uh, and in the entertainment, um, uh, uh, there, is this, there is this thirst and this eagerness to do anything for the money. 
And as I was saying at the top of the show, and as I have said for decades, as this has been my mantra, um, uh, how you get the money is more important than the money itself. Um, That is mantra and anthem for me. Um, uh, uh, And I've had to say no a couple times to things that could have been pretty lucrative. Um, But I have to be able to live with myself and 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 like who looks back in the mirror at me. Um, Alpha, stay with me. I'm going to take this call. One 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 is calling now. One one one. I don't know if you know that you're one one one, but that's how yes. you're showing. I know, I know, I know. Because yeah, once you're calling from uh, different countries, it's. Uh, it hi, has, Mike. How uh, are you? you yeah. Yes. Uh, thank you very much. I declare, and thank you, Alpha, as well too. Yeah, Alpha. Uh, yeah, Alpha. Yes, uh, like a beautiful show, uh, as always, indeed. You know, regarding uh, situations that happen today in the United States, first mm-hmm. of all, we got uh, with the you know, signing of $1.7 billion for uh, border mm-hmm. protection, and then uh, on top of it, he called national uh, emergency, uh, mm-hmm. and also... Uh, what I find, really, there is not any emergency going on right now at the border. Borders. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, is Mexico attacking uh, San Diego, for example, or is uh, Mexico attacking borderlines, the uh, cities? There is nothing. There is no conflict going on. So mm-hmm. there is no national emergency at all. And so uh, I don't think so. Uh, I, he scammed his supporters. Uh, because he said, I make the wall. He wants to show to them that, yes, you see, I'm trying to make, but Democrats cannot, uh, or, or, or uh, the mm-hmm. Supreme Court reject my uh, uh, the national emergency plan. So uh, then what he wants, uh, actually the money very well may come from your health money, the money may come through your social security, and etc. So basically, you know, uh, at one point, people may get lesser amounts uh, because of that. So, I mean, that's not right. I mean, mm-hmm. the, he needs to understand other nations, as, like Germany, when they built, uh, uh, built uh, East Germany, West Germany. I mean, Ronald Reagan with um, uh, Gorbachev, President Gorbachev, both signed the uh, the wall came down. Now mm-hmm. Germany is united. United mm-hmm. we stand, divided we fall. So I don't understand what the means of wall. I mean, everything comes through the uh, custom custom uh, agent, uh, border, mm-hmm. uh, such as San Diego, etc., etc. Et so it really, uh, instead, they can give them the better equipment, better uh, police, better uh, equipment, etc. Then uh, they can stop that. And yet, by the way, why uh, they keep showing in the TV? Oh, we found, uh, say, uh, billions of dollars. Uh, I mean, say, one billion dollar in um, uh, hashish or, I mean, dope, etc. Why they never burn it in front of the TV? That's question I have from you. Go ahead, please. 
Well, I think I think you're right, uh, Mike. I think that um, I I couldn't agree with you more. I think that this is a big scam for his supporters. I also agree with you where you say, you're saying that he wants the fight, uh, uh, like the show of fighting uh, for this uh, quote unquote wall more than he wants the wall itself, like the 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 uh, the fight, um, uh, so that he can sell. Um, um, uh, this to his supporters um, uh, that he is in fact fighting. Um, uh, people that have uh, followed him uh, say that he always needs uh, an enemy. He needs a boogeyman. He needs somebody. You know the the, the, the you know the, the he needs some conflict. You know, like a <clears throat> excuse me, like a like a soap opera or a drama uh, needs a conflict in order to uh, sell it. And and so I do agree with you. I, uh, I, I yes. think he is scamming his supporters, uh, and I think that he does want the fight uh, for for this and the show of the fight uh, more so uh, than uh, than the wall itself. I just um, th- th- this is just very shallow and um, uh, very TV show ish, and and uh, and yes. his whole. Uh, approach to this presidency thing uh it's it's like he's not into it <clears throat> uh, he clearly looks like he's miserable uh he is being investigated what the inauguration the the campaign the people are being sent to prison uh it was uh, announced today that 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 um uh that the manafort um, uh, apparently he lied to uh, how are you going to lie to the special counsel, child? He lied to the special counsel, and so now he's going to get an additional 19. That they're recommending an additional 19 to 24 years on top of you know what whatever you know he's already serving. I mean, it's just it's just. I mean, like when everybody in your orbit is is so legally uh, uh, and criminally compromised, um, how much bandwidth do you have? To run the country, you know, which has been my uh, my point uh, all along. So it's like he's appealing to this this percentile of, of of whoever is 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 supporting him, and and it's all a show for them. Exactly. And and, and, and that is that is just tremendously. Uh, 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 sad and sick as he is the president of the United States, not the president of your, you know, base or, you know, I mean, it's just bizarre and, and, and weird. And, you know, it's like if a person, um, uh, uh, like in his case, I, I really think he thought he wasn't going to win. I think to, to him, I think this was a big PR campaign to run for president so he could build his, uh, 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 you know, his ad profile or whatever, his image or whatever. And so he wins and he's like, oh, damn, wait a minute. And so all his stuff blows up and it's all coming out. And and uh, uh, and it's just it's like he's miserable. I mean, the wife, you know, every time you see her, uh, 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 you know, that that's uh, she's not the picture of, of peace and, and, and happiness and. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, we don't talk about policy. Uh, as a matter of fact, Speaker Pelosi gave a press conference, I think it was yesterday, and I heard more policy in that press conference yesterday than I have heard in the two plus years that this man has been in office. So ever since he's been in office, all we talk about is investigations, criminality, 
uh, 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 who's being sentenced or who's cooperating. Uh, I, I mean, it's exactly. I, I mean, uh, we, I mean, it's like we, we don't talk about education, climate change, infrastructure, you know, uh, health care. I mean, we have real issues in this country. And it's like this guy is tremendously compromised. And uh, it just seems like he needs to address his personal issues. He, not only him, but apparently his family, too. Apparently they're coming for the family and everything. I mean, it's just a mess, and we can see right through it. And, uh, and so when he goes up and talks to the nation, um, it's real hollow, and it's real tragic. And then you have Senator Menendez just laying it flat out on the Senate uh, floor uh, yesterday there. And uh, by the time you're saying that on the Senate floor, it's something that the American people look like we're going to have to really grapple with the reality uh, of a compromised president, possibly. And that is extremely distressing. And I don't know what happens, but it doesn't look good. Absolutely. And uh, uh, go ahead, my friend. Go ahead, no, no, I was just, I'm just going to say, out of all, as the smoke clears, and out of all the things that you can actually personally attest to, mm-hmm. all of the people who support Donald Trump and ask the speciously couched questions about what has he done and how good his policies are, They ignore the fact that throughout his life, he has been nothing more than a grifter, a loan shark, a money laundering felon, and that will come to fruition, whether he's alive or whether he's dead. Right. Right. It will. It will. It will. Right. His family will suffer the consequences because Mm -hmm. after a while, uh, all you got, how is it that I heard we're all put in the ground in the same size plot, none bigger, none smaller, and you can't take it with you. So okay. that's the bottom line. You like know, I for, said, for, 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 for those who, Alpha, um, I, I watch, I think it was uh, HBO, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, if you guys have, have uh, access to uh, HBO, I don't know if it's on YouTube. But it's um, the New York Times did a documentary on the Trump family and, and, and their taxation and the New York Times. And they just, uh, um, uh, I mean, they meticulously go through the history of this man's family and uh, in the context of taxation and payment of taxes. And when I saw that, I, I just thought church was out. I mean, and, 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 and it didn't get... It got like a blip on the radar screen in terms of press coverage, but that documentary is it, it, it is it is it is must it is historic and it is huge. And when I saw that, I just thought, boom, uh, whoa, whoa. So if you guys uh, uh, HBO, but but it's 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 the New York Times. Uh, and I think it's the Trump family taxes or, or something like that. But like, if you search engine it, it will come up. I mean, it is an amazing um, piece of footage, uh, and it is history. And we as Americans, this is uncomfortable, hard stuff. But we as Americans, 
this is our country, and like we've got to like, we've got to face this, like Senator Menendez was saying. So if you haven't seen that, I cannot recommend it enough. Just to fill in uh, a bit of you know connect the dots here, because that is that is very clarifying in terms of the depth, like of what Alpha is saying, speaking to nothing recent. We're talking decades of uh, of historic. Uh, you know, um, uh, documentation in terms of, you know, taxation in that family or lack thereof. And so you really need to see that if you haven't. It is, it will curl your hair if it's straight. Yes. And another movie we need to watch is called Fahrenheit 11.9. And uh, that's another beautiful movie uh, that Michael Moore built. Uh, I mean, made, and uh, it, I advise also to your listeners, please watch mm-hmm. that one, whether it's yeah. YouTube or uh, the uh, different access you may have, uh, please mm-hmm. watch it, and uh, you will learn, because uh, one of the lies he said, and he, he said, if I become a president of the United States, I will get annually about about half half a million dollar uh, p- paycheck. I will donate it to uh, you know to any mm-hmm. uh, to organizations mm-hmm. that right. are helping sure. uh, poor people. Poor mm-hmm. people. But sure. he never done it. You see, lie into lie and deception into deception, and this mm-hmm. is our president. I mean, Michelle Obama. God bless her. Michelle Obama really was the first lady. She going to different countries, the different part of the United States, and mm-hmm. ask, and she writes the check. Okay, go ahead. You need mm-hmm. to make your school bigger. Here's the check. Go ahead, write it. Yes, mean, and and, and, and you know what? And I will say, and Dr. Jill Biden as well. Dr. Jill Biden and Michelle Obama, they worked tirelessly in their roles as first and second lady and even post presidency you know they are they are champions of everyday americans and you know they care like you know i mean i mean basically we're just talking about you know do you give a damn or don't you you know what i mean i mean like it's really very core and and do you care or don't you and i think that's I think that's going to be like really key going forward. I think I think a lot of people are going to be much more attuned to like whose side are you on? You know, who who's who is your loyalty to? Um, like really core base level uh, scrub downs, uh, along with policy, uh, domestic and foreign policy scrub downs as well. But in terms of who uh, who are we allowing? Uh, to those levers of power. Um, I think that one thing about this this whole Trump thing is that people have become much more sensitive to uh, the who, what, when, where, why, how much, and, uh, you know, who are you loyal to and whose side are you on? Absolutely. Uh, As Uh, far as I know, he is the inside of the corporation, government of corporation, by the corporation for the corporation. I mean, he gave them all tax breaks, I mean, about 15% or something, I mean, around that. I mean, they, I mean, uh, uh, what is it? 
um, Microsoft got actually tax uh, more than what uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, other and, people and get, uh, getting. And normal people is 800 to 1,000 tax. Uh, they get uh, tax less this year. Why? That's not uh, uh, the tax law. You know, I've said for years from the very beginning of, of my show, all roads lead to the tax code, and that tax law uh, to me is the blueprint of whose side. You know they're on, and I and I and I and I think that uh, 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 of course we you know now we have all this Russia stuff and 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 all that in conjunction with that. But uh, yeah, I think that we have become a lot more sensitive to uh, not just falling for whatever we see, uh, you know, the facade in the front, but really, but really doing um, a very serious, uh, deliberate, uh, and multi-contextual scrub down of who is running, not only for president, but for any public office. Uh, Mike, thank you so much uh, for your call. Okay. Um, I so appreciate you. To, uh, uh, I appreciate you, sir, so very much, uh, and I look forward to speaking with you again, sir. Have a great week. Uh, okay, and, and God bless thank you. you. God bless, God bless uh, America, and God bless you. Thank you so okay. much. Um, uh, I, I love our listeners. Um, Alpha, um, you know, what say you in your in your closing remarks? I want to again, Alpha, thank you uh, for sitting in uh, for me. Um, this is not easy, and uh, and I appreciate the time, um, uh, your expertise, your precision, and your effort, sir. So I I want to get that on the record, and I know I'm repetitive, but you're worth it. Well, thank you, India, and. Uh, I, w- I was happy to do so. I had uh, there was always something for me to get off my chest, and uh, that gave me an opportunity to basically rant and rave because <laughs> the, more, the more you see this guy in the White House, the more you want to have something to say about exactly what he's doing, and what he is doing is basically not <laughs> in no way helpful to the American people. I want to say that I was almost unable to join you, and I, my my computer totally went down, totally went down. And I, let me put it like this. I had to, the IT people that I called, uh-huh. I had to connect, connect with them on visual phone calls on my cell phone, uh-huh. so they could see my screen. You know how they take over oh, your screen? Oh, yeah, yeah, get in your screen, right, yeah. I couldn't even get that done. And what I ended up having to do was to have them log into my granddaughter's computer and send a uh, an operating system over to her computer so she could plug it into mine. Oh, and wow. that still didn't work. So I oh, went, to, wow. I went to, to, to bed. And while I was in in my room sleep, uh-huh. my 17-year-old granddaughter did something to my computer and got it back up and running. She put on a Windows system that allowed me to have a computer again because they were telling me that they couldn't do anything until Monday. Wow. So now, she's 17 years old. 
Oh my and, gosh, she's my hero. I love that. And I'm I'm like I'm I'm just floored. And of course, uh she didn't consider the saving the things that I would have liked to have saved. Uh but uh that's only secondary to the fact that I still have a computer. Right, that you're and back I, up. I yeah. Oh I, I know. To, to have, uh, I didn't know she could do this. Wow, that is, uh, that's what I'm talking about. Those those skills. (laughs) And that's exactly what they are, too. They are skills to be able to, you know, these days, um, not being connected to your computer is is like being cut off from the world, you know? uh, uh, wow, that is amazing! I uh, what a great story! I love that. Um, tell her uh, uh, thank you and continue to build in her skills and her technological innovations. Uh, wow, that's amazing! Alpha, seventeen-year-old granddaughter. I know that's right. See, real-life superheroes. There you go. Boom. There you go. That's that's my girl. I love that. That is badass. I love. See, the corporation said they can't help you till Monday, and she steps in and says, "Hey, I think I got this." And uh, boom, she took care of it. That's amazing. That is, I love that. That's a great way. That's a great way to wrap. Please give her uh, our regards. Thank you much, Indian. You have a good one. Uh, uh, Alpha, uh, my thanks to you and your granddaughter, uh, my 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 new hero, my new shiro. I love that. That's a great story. See the 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 that that's the hope. That's that's the innovation. That's the oxygen. That's the energy. That is the that is the uh, um, uh, the innovative oxygenation. Uh, that we need and God bless her and her generation and just keep on going. Wow. That's that, that is, that's tremendous. I, I love that. It's like, she gave me life. She gave me life. Wow. That is, uh, that's power. Uh, wow. Um, okay. So, um, I'm going to say thank you to Mike. And, of course, um, here I go again, um, my greatest and grandest thank you to Alpo. Alpo is such a tremendous talent. Please get his programs on the TruthWorks Network, blogtalkradio.com forward slash TruthWorks. Of course, TruthWorks is the media network um, uh, that is heralded by Ms. Janice Graham. And Ms. Janice Graham is the host of Our Common Ground, blogtalkradio.com forward slash OCG. And uh, uh, they've been on hiatus for a minute, but I guarantee their libraries are just as relevant. If you listen to it tonight, uh, after we uh, go off the air, uh, uh, those libraries of that work are just as relevant um, uh, because uh, the truth goes nowhere. And that's the truth. Okay. So my name is India Declare, a.k.a. I Declare. You can find my work on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, at I am I declare. Uh, I I hope I am back uh, Friday. I'm I'm in flux, so if I'm here, you guys know I'll be here. If not, you know what's going on. 
Um, uh, and uh, um, if not, I'll try to, you know, get uh, Alpha to, you know, to, uh, to uh, sit in for me. Uh, but no matter what, know your value. No matter what, know you matter. And if it's real raw right now, talk media, it is. I declare media the I declare show. Talk soon. Stay tuned. I declare. India declare real, raw, and right now. Listening to the I Declare Show, Real Raw Right Now Talk Media. I declare it. Check out IDeclareMedia.com and always remember: no matter what, know your value. No matter what, know you matter. You're listening to the I Declare Show, Real Raw. India Declare, real, raw, and right now. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.